welcome to Songs in the Key of, a podcast about songs. These might be old songs, new songs or middle-aged songs, anything that takes my fancy really. Sometimes these shows will be themed around an idea, a person, a genre or some other concept. Other times they will simply reflect my latest obsessions, my new favourite bands, those songs I can't get out of my head. So let's get on with it. This time round it's obviously got to be a Christmas episode and I have with me a very special guest, my wife no less, Rachel Lowry. We're going to pick five songs each and have a bit of a chat about them. So, as the Chemical Brothers once astutely advised, here we go. Hello Rachel, welcome to the episode. Um, Christmas, what, what, what do you really like about Christmas music? Minor chords and dissonant harmony. Minor chords and dissonant harmony, that's good. Nothing too cheery, please. No, no. Definitely not. That would not fit the season. And I think the um, the stuff that you and I have, have picked is is generally on on the glummer side. I know. I've, do you think that's like round? You know, second year of COVID. <laughs> I don't know. And the mist. The mist. There's I a lot of mist today. A lot of mist. And does the day ever wake up? We are really doing a proper yule, aren't we? We are. Yeah. Darkest time of the year. Yeah. We're... Let's touch that. Yeah, it's like a couple of days' time from from when we're recording. The the, yeah. the longest night is just around the corner, and which brings us um, to the, the the first song on my list. Yeah, that was that was almost like we worked it out, but we didn't. Yeah. Go. <laughs> so Sol Invictus, which is off uh, Thea Gilmore's um, brilliant Christmas album. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, I I really love. Thea Gilmore's album, uh, the Christmas album. There's, there's two that I really like, and I've got s- songs from each of the two Christmas albums that I really love on this list. Um, and the opening track is called "Yeah Soul Invictus," which uh, translates from the Latin as "Unconquered Sun." So it relates to the time just before the sort of the, the demise of. Roman religion and its replacement by Christianity when um, all the Roman gods were kind of merging into one behemoth god yeah and um, and so it's a, a a celebration of this unconquered sun you, you know quite a bit about sort of pagan ritual and and rite and stuff don't you so I was just wondering what your take on on the song was I guess I, I guess I'm interested that she's kind of gone with the roman latin pre-christian rather than yeah proper pagan the the kind of in in more indigenous to our land yeah um but i i think that thing of unconquered sunlight that belief and the hope that the sun is out there and will come around again even in the bleakest time of year is Mm. key experience of now isn't it and living it out in so many different ways mm. um i i really love the um repetitive melody mm. and the it, it kind of really felt like a call there's something quite um connected and um, I want to say primitive, but that's not quite the right word. Because, yeah. But... I think one of the things that I 
I like about the album as a whole is it it has a sort of a spirituality to it which goes beyond Christianity. Yeah. Um, it's like a time when we can all sort of engage in that other that maybe some people can't quite put their finger on. Yeah, I mean, I find it really helpful. You know, you said about the, I really find the paganism and whatnot. I find it helpful following the wheel of the year. Not, not in with any religiosity, but just as a as a as a way of noticing where we are in the planet and how mm. it changes and that connection to something bigger, but also something really physical and tangible. Yeah. Um, and I, that helps anchor me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this time of year, obviously being the shortest day, the darkest nights, it has a real polarity to it, a mm. real, and this, yeah, I feel like our music, our culture should, uh, I say should, oh, that's an interesting word. Like, what I'm looking for is something that reflects that. Yeah. And one of the things that you get that I've, I've uh, learned from, from you right. about the importance of um, the, the longest night is it's like the start of the year. It's looking forward to yeah. a future when, when the days are going to get lighter and it's going to life's going to emerge again and it's all going to yeah. like it's a it's a birth of a new year yeah and um i think that's what's really captured in the song like um, yeah. low the tide low the light comes the sun again now rise up rise up ever victorious it you know it's like a new beginning everything's, yeah. everything's gonna start up again it's gonna be a bit of hope didn't we used to count from a day starting from nightfall not sunrise right or there's and there's something well in judaism they do that don't they that's like the sabbath starts on friday night doesn't it and the yeah Mm. i think in pagan year it's doesn't um, oh good lord please forgive me for my ignorance but it starts with sawen yeah this which is like the descent into darkness Right. Okay. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't start now. It's the yeah. And yeah, and the descent and the surrender to winter. Mm. Okay. Feels so like quite an important sooner. Yeah. experience. Yeah. Okay. Right. Shall Shall we listen to a bit of it then? Yes, please. This is uh, Thea Gilmore and Soul Invictus. Come the dawn. Come the call. Come the beating Chill the night Soldier light Will be dancing there And her eyes uprise Oh my heart 
That was a bit of uh, Soul Invictus uh, by Thea Gilmore. Uh, the next one is one of your choices, Rachel, and it's The Lamb by John Taverner. Tell me about The Lamb by John Taverner. So this piece was written end of, se- end of 1979. It was written and performed in 1982. Okay. Um, and the words are from a William Blake poem. Right. And the layers of harmony feel like a blanket. So I would really listen, really encourage people, you know, God, can I tell people what to do? Like, just listen to it, like start to finish. And the sort of the way that the phrasing rolls with the breath, you know, compared to the soul Invictus, which is a cappella and like many voices, Mm This is very much from the choral instrument mm. and the shaping of the sound um, feels, oh, I want to say like not human, like I imagine myself in a cathedral when it's like the sound is coming out of the walls. Mm. Um, and yeah, that blanket of sound feeling. Mm. Um, and I've, I've, I sung it once as well, Christmas 2005. Yeah. And participating in it, being part of it, it's my favourite carol. Yeah. And listening to the words, there's something really questioning, I feel, about it. Like, he slows down the tempo, on, tempo like the speed of, like, little lamb, who made thee? Yeah. It's, like, really... There's, it's so reflective mm-hmm. and question, arguably, oh God, I talk so bullshit, but questioning of like the the whole institution of, you know, it's really a post-Christian carol, I would argue. Little lamb who made thee. Right. You know, the, and this kind of aspect of, I want to say like a determinism of like, this is your life and this is what it is, but really, mm-hmm. you know, where are your choices?
and now for uh, one of my choices um, this is uh, a song by the Smoke Fairies called Three Kings and it's from their World Winter album which was released in 2015 I saw the um, Smoke Fairies at uh, Rochester Royal Function Rooms um, several years back now um, so it's um, a double act of Catherine Blamier and uh, Jessica Davies uh, on guitars and vocals and they've always got a rich American Gothic blues style um, to their music really really um, gorgeous harmonies and um, yeah very haunting sort of guitars um, and one of the things I always look forward to about Christmas mm-hmm. is listening to this album. It's like, it's 1st of December, I can now listen to <laughs> Wild Winter. Is that the same rules as, as Mince Pies? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think I chose, um, last year I did four episodes about Christmas and a, a song from Wild Winter appeared on, on one of those episodes. But I've gone for Three Kings. Um, so it's sort of capturing the, um, something of the story of um the the wise men in the in the uh nativity story but again it's it's got capture and it's capturing a, a sense of wonder and hope and mystery which i think transcends all kinds of faith it's um it's just you know look, looking for the future looking for looking for hope and the excitement and potential terror <laughs> that the that the future can hold. I thought it was quite um, sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, with the well, the the sort of line Death Star shooters. That's a bit Star Warsy, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> and having really enjoyed watching Dune as well, didn't you? Yeah. It yeah. kind of puts me in that. Yeah. So almost like out of time. Yeah, sun over tundra. Yeah. There's a. A, a cosmic feel to it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Any any other thoughts from you on that? I thought it was quite cinematic. Yeah. Again with the June thing. Yeah. Oh, that's that was yeah. the flavour that I really got from it, and yeah. I love, I love that as a Christmas music theme. Mm. You know that cinematic big instrumentation. I've seen the midnight. Sun over tundra And I followed stardust In silvery wonder And I think I've seen the future I think I've seen the future Another one of mine, it's um, Get Behind Me Santa by Safian Stevens. Um, Safian Stevens uh, went through a phase, I'm not sure if he's still doing it, but he went through a phase of releasing Christmassy EPs or at least uh, a small selection of songs 
about Christmas every year and, and this is probably his best one, possibly most well-known one. And it, it's one of those convers one, one of those songs that it, you when you see it written down, you realise it actually is a conversation. Um, that the, the verses alternate. And it's a bit confusing because it's the same person singing it, but but that quite often happens in songs. Um, so it's um, one person who's uh, a bit cynical about Christmas, and the other person who's who's really really loving it. And it's just a really a really jaunty brilliant song very um we, we've both agreed i think there's a, a prog element to it I've, I've written down there's some real good um keith emerson style keyboards going on there's a real prog situation at the end yeah yeah it's an absolute explosion of uh, musical color and you know puns on satan and santa what's not, what's not so i love? just loved that <laughs> that really ticked my boxes for like a decent christmas song <laughs> like there's something i put down like the word like jester there's something you know about a yeah jestery yeah. yeah yeah that's absolutely brilliant it's um it's i don't know why i didn't include it in my run-up of i don't think i mentioned the single stuff in stevens Christmas song last time around so it's, it's, it's about time we got an airing in 2021 um, yeah so let's hear a bit of uh, Get Behind Me Santa neglected to mention the, the title of that Thea Gilmore album um, that the, the first song that we listened to which is called strange Commun which is called strange communion I mentioned that because this next song um, Thea Gilmore covers on strange communion and it is one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time ever 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 I mean you've got you've got um, stop the cavalry yeah, and you've got 
A Fairy Tale of New York. Yeah. But I, th- I think this might be third. Is that because your name's in the title? It's nothing to do with my name being in the title. Okay. Although, obviously, yeah, that, that, you that is quite... could adopt it as an anthem. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is called um, The St. Stephen's Day Murders. And um, Thea Gilmore covered it. We're not going to listen to the Thea Gilmore version. We're going to listen to the original by The Chieftains uh, with Elvis Costello. It was written by Elvis Costello and Paddy Maloney from The Chieftains. Um, as you might expect from The Chieftains, it's a, a proper Irish folk song. Um, but it's also a brilliant account of... Uh, what I expect many family Christmases are like when you're just spending time with relatives you absolutely loathe and uh, you can't wait to see the back of them on Boxing Day. So um, it's it's not actual murders, it's just, you know, really wishing that some people in your life were no longer there <laughs> for the day. Oh. Um, so Controversial. Controversial, but, you know... Probably true in, in, in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's there's stuff about drunken uncles and um, and everything getting a bit messy. What did, what did you make of the song? I thought it was quite a jolly alternative Christmas tune. Um, I didn't... It didn't really... I'll be honest with you, it didn't really stand out to me. I don't know if this... Is, I, I appreciate... I think you hold all the joy for this song between us. <laughs> okay. Um I'm glad it's on the list. Yeah. Um, and that's all I have to say. That's all you have to say. <laughs> okay. But I guess people can choose, you know, for themselves, make up their own mind how they feel about this song. Yeah. So not loving it? No. Okay. I'm really sorry. I have to all be right. honest. Fine. It's, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, I, I didn't skip it. No, I'm good. I listened to it start to finish. Excellent. Um... <laughs> Okay, well, there's a bit of controversy here as to whether this song's any good or not. Well, no, there's no controversy because it's, it's mere opinion, isn't it? It's just yeah. two differing opinions. Absolutely. That's all. And that's really interesting. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's leave the listeners to Should make we wait their wait till Boxing up. Day and see what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See which one of us makes it. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Uh, let's listen to a bit of the St. Stephen's Day Murders, uh, the original this time. Uncle is goggling a heartbreaking hair While the babe in his arms pulls out All that remains of his hair And when I drunk enough get to decriticize The great big kippertai he's about to baptize His gin-flavored whispers and kisses of sherry His best crimble shirt swung out over the shop while the lights from the Christmas tree blow up the telly His face closes in like an old cold pork chop And the carcass of the beast left over from the feast May still be found haunting the kitchen And there's life in it yet we may live to regret When the ones that we pause will stop twitching There'll be laughter and tears over tea in the woods Mixed up with that drink made from the carrots Cause it's all we got left as they draw the last breath out It's nice for the kids as you finally get rid of them And the St. Stephen's Day Murders So next up we've got uh, one of Rachel's choices And um, it's 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 uh, one of the more well-known um, songs um, Very often I tr- we try to 
um, find songs that are a little uh, off the beaten track. But this one's uh, this was quite a popular one, but it's also it's also very good. I don't know if it's like four or five in in my chart of oh, really? all time Christmas songs. I was going to say now I've like had words to say about the stupid <laughs> Fox and Day murders. You're going to like. Yeah, I'm gonna get all snotty get... about the rest of my choices. I this is a cool Christmas song. It is 1981. Yeah, New York Sound, mm-hmm. super funky, like really proper funky. No Rogers situation going on in the mm-hmm. instrumentation, and you know a story. It you know it's a proper story. It's got a beginning, a middle, and an end. And there's an inciting incident where you know things change. She starts off like not really liking Christmas and by the end of it she's like yeah. you know quite into it um so it is a Christmas film yeah in, it's very visual and I, I like that yeah. it's not just like Merry Christmas Jingles and Bells it's kind of I love the way it's crafted mm. I think it's really like it's a good song even if it wasn't about Christmas mm. Yeah. And it's a, and it's got a really and it's the groove. I think those are the two things for me about it. Mm. Um, loads of words in it, like yeah, uh, that that yeah, the story element. Yeah, I mean, it's not called Christmas wrapping for no reason. It's, no, it yeah. is. That is exactly it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I I think I said to you the other day when you said you'd chosen it. I thought I'd be happy just listening to the baseline. Yeah. So. When I, when before we did this, I had a little look online, and I don't know if this is true or not, but there's definitely influence of the Noel Rogers Sheep Machine, and <laughs> I think that baseline is highly influenced by Good Times. Right. But for me, it was it was the guitar. It was the it's the Noel Rogers guitar vibe. Yeah. That I tuned into. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because most of my favourite songs. A lot of my favourite songs are Nile Rogers, early eighties. Yeah. Let's dance. Yeah. Etc. My memories of this song are of working in Woolies in Christmas of nineteen ninety eight. Right. And this was like one of the eight songs that they played. Yeah. All day, every day. So maybe you've had your quota of this song for one lifetime. No, but I still love it. Okay, well, th- well, I would I said say it was that's... number four or five in the in the all time Christmas. That's pretty thing. good, then, isn't it? That yeah. really, it certainly it stands. Yeah, and I think at the time I was convinced it was Blondie. Really? Yeah. It's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's that New York. Yeah. It's that New York sound. Yeah. I th- I think that Debbie Harry I, I quite rate Debbie Harry as a singer. Mm. Whereas this is the thing that I love about this is it's nonchalant. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Something punky about it. Mm. Bah humbug, that's too strong because it is my favourite holiday. But all this year's been a busy blur. Don't think I have the energy to add my already mad rush just cause it's tis the season. The perfect gift for me would be completions and connections left from last year. Ski shop encounter, most interesting. Had his number, but never the time. Most of anyone pass along those lines, so deck those halls, trim those trees, raise up cups of Christmas cheer. I just need to catch my breath. Christmas by myself this year. Picture frozen landscape, chill this room for 24 days. Ever 
And now for something a little more mellow. Uh, another one of Rachel's choices. Uh, we actually had, did have this uh, last time around, but it's always good to have it again. You allowed this me. In partic- I, I let you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I allowed you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, Joni Mitchell's River um, off the Blue album, which uh, is 50 years old. It is. And reference your 1971 podcast. Yeah. That amazing year of songs Mm. for me blue as an album is a real touchstone Mm. and i can remember one of the first so it was my friend andy who is a massive joni mitchell fan who lent me her copy Mm -hmm. and i put it in the car and listened to it as i was driving up to see another friend anna in bow and I have like a really flash picture memory of just being in the car listening to this, just going, oh my God, this is like, where the, where the fuck have I been to not have heard this in my life? Like, yeah. it's just such an amazing album. And this song, I just, so there's like a like Nina Simone thing mm-hmm. where she also um, references um, Christmas tune. I Jingle think it's it, Little Boy Blue. Um, in one of her in one of her songs that I loved before, and then Joni Mitchell does it again here. Mm-hmm. And there's something so mournful that just pulls at it, just really pulls at my heart. It pulls at the muscle fibre of my heart. Mm. That yearning and melancholy. Yeah, um, there's a, a deep groan to it. it is, yeah. yeah, it is. It is touching that dark, darkest mm. day. And amplified by the expectation that we should be happy and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, that comparison between what is and what yeah you wish it could be. Yeah. Or what other people appear to have even. Mm. You know. Yeah. Which we know comparison is the thief of joy, like it doesn't Yeah. But there's all these little pitfalls and to be in heartbreak at Christmas is tough yeah Yeah. so anyone out there in heartbreak just sending you all the love it's coming on Christmas they're cutting down trees they're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace oh I wish I had a river I could skate away on snow here stays pretty green I'm gonna make a lot of money then I'm gonna quit this crazy scene I wish I had a river I could skate away on I wish I had a river so long I would teach my feet to
tried hard to help me, you know. He put me at ease and he loved me so not he made me weak in the knees. Oh, I wish I had a And next up is my uh, my final choice, uh, which is some uh, Duke Pearson and Little Drummer Boy. I don't really know much about Duke Pearson. I don't um, have much to say about this other than it's flaming it? lovely. Yeah, it, it, um, it is flaming lovely. I'm 100% behind you on this. I think I must have picked it up on a Spotify Christmas playlist. And It's exceptional drumming. It is exceptional drumming. And I the mean, song's called Little Drummer Boy, so like... Yeah, so it starts off with this real military sort of snare drum thing, and then it yeah. goes into this jazzy piano syncopated thing where there's a conversation the, yeah it's real it's a real focused conversation between the drums and the piano yeah that i that's what stood out for me yeah yeah and there's something really alive about it there's mm. something spontaneous about it it even though it feels like you're like with jazz you know that whole thing of you have like a, a loose formal structure but there's a real fluidity to it in performance. And I, I felt like I really heard that here, mm. even though it's repetitive and it goes round. So it's not, you've got your hooks and your anchors back. So you know where you are, mm. but it it's quite fun. Again, yeah. like, like watching something. There's a real something. to it. And yeah. it's just perfect. It's just, it's that, that thing when you, there's the, the comparison of talking or writing about music is like dancing about architecture yeah. and it's like how how do you actually put in words what they are they are conveying perfectly well in music without any <laughs> any words at all but it I think, is um i think like normal like oftentimes like thinking of the thing that this stands out compared to the other songs in this selection is that you're looking at a form whether you know because obviously this is instrumental there's no there's no lyrics here mm. so you're looking at like verse verse chorus or whatever and there's mm. there's like the language gives the story but here the instruments themselves embody the story embody a conversation yeah um and i find it really exciting to listen to mm. and uh, i mean the, the, the most famous version i guess of little drummer boy um is uh david bowie and bing crosby and this is completely different, isn't it? It's just um, a, a very light, playful. Um, it's it's the most yeah, lighthearted song. It's yeah. the most lighthearted song in this selection, without yeah. a doubt. And it's, yeah. it's there's something like I want to say there's something throwaway, but but like at, at the same time really meaningful. It's like there's no it's it's the opposite of river, isn't it? That mm. kind of. It's kind of like river is like treacle or like and and this yeah. is like icing sugar. Yeah, absolutely. I can just see his fingers just barely touching the keys. And he's and the and the piano plays not overdoing it, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's just it is that lightness of touch that you mentioned. It's brilliant. Yeah, just flighty and I like that flighty. Yeah, and it's gorgeous, and it goes like this.
so we're up to number nine now in our list and then the last two songs are Rachel's choices um the first of which is from the uh a Christmas one, gift a to Christmas you. gift to you the uh the Phil Spector um Christmas behemoth um <laughs> the, the the wall of sound um album um and you've chosen a marshmallow world by Darlene Love yes I could have chosen any song probably off that album. I think that the Darlene Love songs are my favourite ones on the on the album. I love the way it starts. Mm-hmm. It kind of starts gently and then you're kind of in. Um, and the production, again, cinem- cinema- like, cinematic. Cinematic, thank you. Like big, enveloping. I think... Even though the, all the songs that I've chosen are quite different, I think as we're talking about them, I can like feel the themes of them coming through. Mm. And this is really American kind of saccharine. Yeah, like it's the opposite of the Lamb, isn't it? Yeah, really, in absolutely. so many ways. Yeah. Um, written in 1949, um, covered by Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, like all these all these guys, and then here comes Darlene having it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And um, damn straight, love it. Because this is like, I think this is like the definitive version. If you think it's a marshmallow world, well, it is now, I but it wouldn't have this, been. Yeah, it wouldn't have been yeah. at one point, would no. it? She kind of totally like blasted <laughs> yeah. all these male crooners out of the yeah. uh, water. Yeah, um, reinvented the song, and I love how that can happen. Mm. I've got a version of it by. Emmy the Great and Tim Wheeler. Oh, um, on their album, it's Christmas. I think it's called, and that's the album that features Zombie Christmas. Oh, <laughs> um, you spoke of that last year. I did, I did. But yeah, they do a cover of um, Marshmallow World. Um, but I it's don't... all about food as well. The it lyrics is. all about food, which is a great Christmas theme. Yeah, yeah. But it's that hyper colour. Isn't yeah. it? There's something there's something like that um like the Grinch world. Yeah. It's candy canes candy everywhere. Candy canes everywhere. It's like that, isn't it? Yeah. Like really zingy, super zingy. Yeah, you can you like um, as I'm saying it, my eyes are really wide open. Yeah. It's got that kind of it's staring you down. Yeah. It's gonna beat you over the head with a candy cane. Yeah. Absolutely, it's like, yeah, that very cinematic. You can just see all the gingerbread houses and yeah, and everything just insanely bright and Christmassy. Very experiential listen. Yeah, it's not um, Cliff Richard. It is not Cliff Richard. <laughs> and therefore, atomic. And therefore, yes.
and so we've reached the end um, and we're going to finish with another of Rachel's choices which is uh, you can introduce it so it's Hazy Shade of Winter the Bangles version and um, from 1987 um, recorded for uh, the soundtrack to the film Less Than Zero and um, produced by Rick Rubin and therein is all that you need to know um, no not really um <laughs> All four members of the band sing lead on this. Yeah. So again, we've got that like multi-voices mm. Christmas theme. It, yeah. it kind of doesn't directly reference Christmas, but the, it's that midwinter yeah. situation. So that's that's another thing, developing theme or developed theme yeah. that at the end of um, things expanding beyond what we, uh, you know, just, just Christmas, just... The, the, the sense of the time of year we're in yeah and looking forward to the future and, and that sort of thing it, it really different of vibe to the original and love the start the way that it builds it kind of some cross rhythm situation time 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 la 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 and then it comes in with that guitar riff feels really i experienced it quite that quite powerfully mm. um energy change and in similar to Marshmallow World by Darlene Love, it's it's got a similar energy, a slightly wild-eyed energy, mm. um, but but grounded as well. It's gonna this song is gonna take us through midwinter, and and we're gonna come out the other end. So it's got um, that really aggressive guitar hook. Yeah. <laughs> Really, really proper Are you gonna rocking edit that out? out. Yeah, really rocking, really rocking out. Am I going to edit what out? Me singing? Yeah. That was don't. That was beautiful interpretation of a guitar sound from the early eighties. It was wonderful. It was. Thank you. Nineteen eighty-seven um, was a good vintage. Oh yeah, eighty-seven. Sorry, later than that. Yeah. Um, and then the, 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 they put the Salvation Army band lyric in, and then they just. Um, a Plaster Trumpets, which sounds nothing like any Salvation Army band I've ever heard, yeah. but still absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, leaves are brown in the sky. There is something really aggressive about this song, actually, mm. isn't there? Yeah, it's like completely it's in your face. Yeah, yeah. Something, something ending. Mm. It's like being on it. It's being on a merry-go-round, and you're kind of hanging on by one one hand yeah. to a merry-go-round, and it's just going kind yeah. of a bit too and fast. And somebody's yeah set it a little bit yeah too, yeah too fast yeah. So it's a complete uh, difference, like you were saying, to the original, which was a Simon and Garfunkel song. So you can imagine that the Simon and Garfunkel version would have sounded nothing like this—a a much more sedate, folky affair. But um, achingly beautiful, achingly beautiful. But I think. I'm not sure if I've heard this version before. What well, this? Well, I the must Bangles have done. Version. I must have done. But well, I've given you a treat there. You've given me a treat. Yeah, it's Christmas time. You give me an early Christmas present. There you go. Yeah, this is it. It's absolutely splendid. I keep seeing that leaves are brown and thinking of the mamas and the papas. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, what else did the Bangles do? Eternal Flame. Yeah, they were famous for Eternal Flame, but they did um, they did other stuff as well. I think they yeah. were quite. I mean, I always think of them, but they had fairly big hair. Yeah, and well, you had to in the eighties. It was did. the law. It was obligatory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but yeah i mean the the, the close harmonies the guitars the, the the whole energy it's just they're brilliant musicians aren't they yeah they really go for it yeah. they bring the energy they make it absolutely and you know christmas is this kind of period in time that we all have to pass through yeah and 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 that whole midwinter experience mm. that can be so varied yeah and i think you know this if you if you're having a little bit of a river moment you, <laughs> you might need to like just hang on to this song and it'll get you there it'll pull you through it'll be will. fine it will. it's all gonna be fine it will it will all be fine it will all be fine and all will be well and all will be well and all manner of things will be well songs in the key of Christmas. I hope you enjoyed them. I'll be back soon with a roundup of some of the musical highlights from the past year and there may even be a guest or two or three or even four popping up to add their for Penneth about their songs in the key of 2021. In the meantime, have a marvellous few Christmassy days and festive nights till we meet again.